Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at LAist.com slash sweeps. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, the March 5th primary election in California is one week away. We'll spend the next few minutes highlighting a couple of important races. We'll hear from a public defender who wants to be a judge in Los Angeles County, and then we'll look at a big race for an open seat on the Orange County Board of Supervisors. And we'll meet a member of the L.A. City Council who's trying to overcome a big political mistake and win re-election. It's Tuesday, February 27th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. at 89.3. We're going to start in L.A. County, where judges are usually former prosecutors. In fact, only two times in the past 25 years has a former public defender been elected to the Superior Court bench. Well, Erica Wiley wants to make it three. She's one of several public defenders on the March 5th primary ballot. She says she sometimes sees judges be overly punitive, especially when it comes to defendants living with mental illness. I think that electing judges with the willingness to apply the law as it currently stands, which allows us to help people, there will see a turning point, and I'm hoping I can be a part of that. You can read more about Erica Wiley and the other Superior Court candidates in L.A. County. Check out our voter game plan at las.com slash vote. Now to Orange County, where two seats on the County Board of Supervisors are on the March 5th primary ballot. One is for District 1, which includes most of Little Saigon, plus parts of Huntington Beach and Seal Beach. L.A.'s senior reporter Nick Gerda says the county supervisors are the most powerful local leaders. They decide policy and how to spend a lot of money. They decide how to spend about $9 billion in taxpayer money each year. They oversee a lot of the social safety net that handles health care for the most vulnerable residents. Uh, They decide how much to spend on sheriff's deputies and jails versus mental health services. And Nick says they also have a big say in transportation policy. Supervisor Andrew Doe was termed out in District 1. Five candidates are vying to replace him. Kimberly Ho, Van Tran, Janet Wynn, Michael Vo, and Francis Marquez. Our voter game plan can tell you more about each one. And again, it's at las.com slash vote. When we come back, we'll look at a member of the L.A. City Council who's trying to overcome a big political mistake and win re-election. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. 
Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. In the city of Los Angeles, veteran politician Kevin DeLeon is looking to make a political comeback. He represents District 14 on the L.A. City Council. You probably remember that a year and a half ago, DeLeon was heard on an audio recording with a labor leader and two now former city council colleagues in a conversation salted with racist and derogatory remarks. Right away, Democratic leaders from President Biden on down called for De Leon to resign. Well, he didn't. And now he's hoping voters from downtown Los Angeles to Boyle Heights up to Eagle Rock will stand by him. Our story from L.A. Civics and Democracy correspondent Frank Stoltz. On a recent morning, Kevin DeLeon greeted hundreds of people lined up outside his Eagle Rock office. Hi, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Good? It was DeLeon's monthly food giveaway. 79-year-old retired school teacher Barbara Borland was among them. And I'm glad they have this type of service because I don't know what I would do. After paying the bills, it doesn't leave much money left over. How did you hear about it? Through the mail. Kevin DeLeon sends a mailing. Borland knows all about the audio of De Leon in a conversation where he accused a white colleague of using his adopted black son like a political prop akin to a luxury handbag. She still plans to support him in the March 5th election. God is forgiving, so why shouldn't I be? Inside his office, it's clear De Leon is practiced at apologizing. Uh, Profoundly uh, apologetic and and deeply, deeply sorry uh, to those who I... I, I hurt. But the 57-year-old longtime politician said he is not a racist, and he denies the allegation that the conversation in question was in part about using the redistricting process to hold on to political power. Uh, that was the narrative, and the narrative was completely false. De Leon faces seven challengers to represent a district that stretches from downtown L.A. to Highland Park. Three have raised substantial money. State Assembly members Miguel Santiago and Wendy Carrillo largely share De Leon's politics. Santiago has benefited from more than $600,000 in outside money spent on his behalf, including by the powerful County Federation of Labor. Carrillo has had her own problems. She pleaded guilty to a DUI earlier this year. Eviction defense attorney Isabel Gerardo is seeking to join a growing group of progressives on the city council. We need progressive leaders that we can be proud of in front of the doors and behind closed doors. Outside a recent debate at the Dolores Mission in Boyle Heights, local resident Garza, he only uses his last name, denounced De Leon. Of course, what he said was completely racist and wrong. The 32-year-old Garza works at a nonprofit. He knows he disappointed the community and he refused to take a break. Like, take the bench, dude. Let someone else play in the game. 68-year-old Joe Gonzalez is a retired letter carrier who supported De Leon last time. For him, it's not so much what De Leon said. Everybody screws up once in a while. It's that city services have not improved under De Leon. 
He grouses about sidewalk lights not working and dirty streets. I see the lack of effort to do something in this neighborhood. We're being ignored here. De Leon counters he's worked hard to improve services. It's a tough election, no doubt about it, you know, given the circumstances, but you know, we've leaned in hard. De Leon decides to answer the office phone in the middle of an interview. It's somebody complaining about parked RVs on their street. It's a common problem, people living in their RVs parked along streets. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me take a look and I'll, I'll, I'll He promises to take a look at the RV personally. For LAist 89.3, I'm Frank Stoltz. And we have more on the LA City Council's District 14 race and many other races in Los Angeles and Orange Counties in our Voter Game Plan at LAist.com vote. And remember, the primary election is one week from today, March 5th. Thanks for listening to the LA Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the LA Report AM edition. The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ugea. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about our stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.